It's Friday, and after what seems like a lot of weeks, we finally have a lot of really good news to bring to you. So without uh, belaboring the point, let's just get into it. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer. This is my beautiful wife, Nikki. Hello. And yes, we finally have some good news. We're not just uh, scratching and clawing to find anything we can talk to you guys about that is miserable. <laughs> uh, this week, we finally have a lot of good news. So before we dive into this, because we got a lot to get to in this episode, is there anything you would like to say, honey? Well, me and Spencer have been married 16 years now. So. As of yesterday, hit 16 <laughs> years. Oh, yes. <laughs> A wonderful 16 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's more good news. <laughs> that is good news. So um, maybe in honor of our anniversary, make sure you smash that like and subscribe. <laughs> follow us on the podcasting platform. Maybe uh, share us with a friend. Then come join us on social media, on Discord. We want to talk to you guys. We want to get to know you. Um, pray with you. Pray for you. All those sorts of things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, please come join us. We would really appreciate that. Um, and just kind of, if you're wondering, because this is a Christian show, we're married, been married for a long time. We do plan on t- talking about marriage eventually. In my mind, episode 100 is going to be the marriage episode, sort of a big <laughs> um, thing. We're not maybe the world's foremost experts on marriage, but I think we're pretty good at it. So uh, we'll be kind of sharing. So stick around with us to at least episode 100. Um, you got 30 more to get through with us, and we'll get there eventually. So mm-hmm. um, that is wonderful news. Um, so before we dive into the news, though, entirely in this episode, um, I want to just sort of talk about what we're going to be doing going forward here uh, with the Religionless Christianity podcast. So. We've obviously been doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday routine, but as my actual job that actually pays me um, has started to demand more of my time, Nikki homeschools now, and that's demanding more of her time. Uh, It's just becoming very difficult for us to get three episodes out a week while also trying to grow and sort of Mm -hmm. get this show right. So our plan starting next week and going forward into September is going to be to step back to two shows a week. So our plan is going to be a Wednesday, Saturday um, schedule. That's at least tentatively what we're going to be going with. So the reason for that is we don't want to stop doing this. We love doing this. We love talking about Christ and this world that we live in and Mm -hmm. all of that. But in order for us to actually devote the time that we need to making the show better, promoting the show, growing it, reaching out to people, doing all the things that are required, like if you actually had a production team or anything like that, that they'd be doing for you, you know, we have to do ourselves. (laughs) So the only way that we can really do that and do it effectively is if we, you know, sort of step back because obviously we record the show and then I'm the only one who edits all the shows, puts them up, does all the, you know, whatever, YouTube thumbnail, all the different things. So if they're all terrible, you only have me to blame. (laughs) But the reason they might be terrible is because I'm the only one doing it. So we're just going to step back a little bit so that we can keep bringing you 
hopefully what you would consider as good content. That's what we're <laughs> aiming for each and every episode. And we're going to stay on the same topics, right? That's the stuff that was laid on our hearts is how to live a Christ-like life in a secular world. So we're still going to be kind of the plan is to do Wednesdays is maybe more of biblical topics or if there's like a specific, like we're still going to review the Mars Hill podcast. So that might be Mm -hmm. a Wednesday episode. If we can get interviews lined up, those will be Wednesday. And then Saturdays, our hope is going to be sort of a Christian's week in review kind of thing, looking Mm -hmm. at the big stories of the week. Again, with that Christian mindset is going to be sort of the idea going forward. And then you never know if things change, we'll readdress the the schedule and make sure that we're bringing you guys everything we can. So that's what life is going to look like for us going forward. But like we said, Mm -hmm. there is some wonderful news this week, probably too much for us to really get into in this one episode, but we did grab the three that really stood out to us. So if you want to read this headline, honey, for the first story here. Yeah, the first story reads, John MacArthur's church to receive $800,000 from the COVID-19 settlement. Yes. That's good. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. And then just reading a little bit, it says the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday voted to authorize a 400000 payment to settle a legal battle with Grace Community Church over lead pastor John MacArthur's defiance of COVID-19 restrictions in the early months of the pandemic. Under the agreement, which the board unanimously approved without discussion, the state of California will also pay the church $400,000. Yes, and that is wonderful news. We could not be happier about that. And if you don't remember the story, I'm sure you all do. But John Mm. MacArthur, uh, obviously very well known, but he kind of was leading the charge in this country Mm -hmm. as far as well-known pastors that were fighting back against these, you know, public health emergency shutdowns of our entire life. And they obviously came after the churches. We've told you plenty of times the stories about us and our yeah. church closing their doors. And this was an inspiration to us that, man, like if John MacArthur can do this, yes, why, why can't other pastors? And I get yeah. why they can't, but awesome news. I know. I think it's just good. We need to have people standing up for just showing, you know, what's possible that you can um, put your foot down. And just say no and fight back. And we need to learn how to do that. Like look to to him and his example and the others that we will discuss. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole time, all last year, right, John MacArthur was telling anybody that would listen that he was keeping his church open. He was taking the state of California to court and he was confident he was going to win. And like, think about this. Mm-hmm. He was in California. Like that is... Right. Basically, the front door to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if country. it can happen in California, it can happen. Uh, with anywhere. that in mind, though, <laughs> the very governor who is locking that down is up for a recall election now. So, if you're in California, please consider kicking him out of office. We just talked about Antichrist leaders um, and how one of the reasons you can know if someone's an Antichrist leader is if they hate the church. Yeah. Uh, I would say Gavin Newsom falls into that camp. So, but the whole time he was felt confident, you know, he was pushing back, going to court. And this is just awesome. I don't know ultimately how much John MacArthur had to pay out of his pocket. I don't know if this $800,000. But it can't just be about money. That's the thing. No, it's. You can't have a, don't hold on to your money. This is going to make a difference. 
This is no, going to have a ripple a, effect. Taking a stand for our freedom of religion in this country. And that was something we were upset mm-hmm. about. You know, we've told you the stories about us reaching out to our church and asking them, like, why are you closing your doors? And um, yeah, this is just such an encouraging story. And it should be a, an encouragement to all pastors and church leaders that you don't have to bend your will to whatever mm-hmm. godless, you know, we're in New Mexico. Their governor's godless, mm-hmm. awful governor. And our church should have been standing up, fighting back, just like John MacArthur yes. did, and having faith that God was going to be your redeemer, like he always has been, always will be. And mm-hmm. uh, this is just, I'm so happy for this. Big fan of John MacArthur, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if you can do this in California, if you can win in California for your faith, man, if you're in Iowa, Florida, I mean, and God, Cuba <laughs> it might be an easier place to stand up for your faith in California. So wonderful news. I'm so happy to read this story. Uh, maybe if you got a few extra uh, pennies in your pocket, maybe just jump online and throw them over to John MacArthur and let him know you support him. Uh, I know that was mm-hmm. something we did. During the midst of this uh, mm-hmm. last year, and we do this quite often, if we see a church or a ministry that seems to be fighting the good fight, um, we'll do whatever we can to support them. So we sent John MacArthur a couple hundred bucks last year, not a lot, but all we could really give. And I would encourage you guys to do that too. If whatever it is, it might not be John MacArthur, obviously a mega church, but if there's a local church in your city, mm-hmm. a church in your state, whatever that's going through something or fighting for the faith. Yeah. They're trying to fight and maybe they don't have the money. Cause money you know. is the biggest and it shouldn't be, but it's such a big driving factor. When you have these churches that are massive buildings, they have rent, they're paying all these different things and staff. And if you've got government breathing over your neck, like they're going to try to levy taxes on you, all these sorts of things, taking you to court. Just realizing that your bank account is swelling and there's people behind you can give you mm-hmm. a lot more courage. So if you got the means and you, you, you know of some of these situations, um, please consider doing it. And then also, that's what our social media is for. That's what our mm-hmm. Discord's for. We want to know about these situations yep. so we can help. Uh, whatever little platform we have now, but also we make money too. We can help. You know, We want to support <laughs> God's God's people wherever they're at and wherever they're struggling. So awesome news here. And the next story we want to touch on before we get to the big one of the week. And I can't find the story anywhere. So if you guys happen to see the story or if you know of the story, we got it on Facebook. And now when we go back to find it, the article's been removed. But I don't remember what I don't remember um, the state either, but there's a trampoline park I called Altitude. Was- I just feel like it was Texas because Altitude was in Texas. They're all over the place. I know they're in Spokane and stuff too. Oh, it has that name? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. I think. Do you want to tell them basically the quick rundown of the story? Yeah. It just um, said like a bunch of families went to Altitude um, to close, um, to cancel their membership because they were mandating, you know, the kids wearing masks while they're in there jumping on trampolines. So they all went in together. And we're going to cancel. But then the workers, I guess, called corporate and they somehow reversed the rule or mandate, whatever they were calling it there, just because they were going to lose too much money. I don't know how many families went, but it was like a picture with all of them uh, that was posted. So 
Yeah. Now we can't find it, but it got got scrubbed. Uh, those yeah. Godless heathens at Google just scrubbed the internet. But, it, but this is one of those things where we just, you know, we got to come together and have a big impact like that. Yeah, we need as Christians to realize that we have this power. You know, we see it so often on, you know, we talk about the Twitter mafia and these left-wing extremists that they go and shut down businesses, get people kicked off of, you know, whatever platform they're on. All the Mm -hmm. time they do this. And we, for some reason, as Christians, don't realize that we also have the same power and the same money. And in fact, usually more, because most of those losers on the left that are doing this they're losers on the left and they sit on Twitter and you know, they're not productive members of society like most Christians are. So we have more money, more influence in our communities generally. So this again was just super encouraging Mm -hmm. to see a group of just normal Joes that just decided like, you know what, we're not paying for a membership for some business that we don't want to support anymore. And they walked in done that with, um, we should have got people together when we were in Clovis and did that to the gym. Yeah. We should, we canceled because they were making people wear masks in the gym. We were like, this is lame. We're yeah, not- we did it, I think, to our own detriment, too, where they were like, well, it wasn't much, but it's like to cancel is like a $50 fee or whatever. And we're like, yeah, who cares, dude? Just take the fee and get lost. So I know. If we only would have like tried to rally people together and all walk in together, like we would have done that, but we didn't have the example ahead of time, you know, to even like think of that anybody else even cared like we did. We just thought, oh, we're alone in this. Yeah. And like, this is obviously one thing it's pandemic related, but we should be extending this out to other things, right? Like if you, I don't know what the business, if you find a business that's maybe supporting abortion or whatever happens to be, if you as, or us as a Christian body in this nation, like we've talked about 60% of the country swears that they're Christians, right? Mm-hmm. If you had 60% of this country going up and being like, uh, yeah, we're all canceling our AT&T membership until they stop supporting Planned Parenthood. Exactly. They would stop immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you, <laughs> but we don't think that we have the power and we sit, sit around and we shake our fists at all these leftists that are doing this for godless reasons. And then here's a small group in some unknown town in America mm-hmm. <laughs> that just took the power back. And that is so encouraging to see. We would encourage you guys in your communities. If you're not happy with stuff, man, we, Again, we have the right to assemble, <laughs> get an assembly together, and start making our voices heard in this country. It's long past time that we started making our voices heard. So those are good stories, but the best story of the week, and I'm sure <laughs> it is no surprise to anybody um, with a Christian bone in their body, but that is, uh, if you want to read this story, baby. Mm-hmm. So the headline reads, is the Texas heartbeat bill the end of Roe versus Wade? Oh, snap. (laughs) And then it reads, many people counted down until midnight last night, waiting not for a new year, but for the possibility of a post Roe versus Wade America. That's because due to a legal technicality, the Supreme Court of the United States had until then to overturn a new Texas abortion law before it went into effect on September 1st. The fact that the, the, that the Supreme Court didn't intervene has some Christians wondering, is Roe now effectively gone? And God have mercy, we can only hope so. But this is awesome news. But just to clarify, before we start, you know, dancing, uh, 
because this is wonderful news, but this isn't effectively Roe versus Wade being gone. Essentially, what happened here, um, from what I gather, is a case was filed, like an emergency case was filed um, by the pro-abortion side of the House. And they had basically until September 1st for the Supreme Court to decide whether or not they wanted to take up the case. And the Supreme Court just decided not to even look at it. So the time frame or the timeline expired, which means that the law that Texas signed, uh, the Texas governor signed, goes into effect. So the court didn't overturn Roe v. Wade. They just basically didn't do anything with this case, which allowed Texas's law to take effect. So. Again, though, what it does, though, is it's basically it bans abortions after six weeks, which is so awesome. God bless Texas, Mm -hmm. because this almost I don't know what the percentage would be, but almost effectively bans abortion. Yeah, because it's usually around six to eight weeks when you find out. I know you're pregnant, probably six weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. So hopefully. Fingers crossed, by the time anybody even realizes they're pregnant, uh, it's too late to get an abortion. And this, I think abortion has been the biggest scourge on this nation in the history of this nation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think slavery pales in compare to the sin that we have incurred and the punishment we've incurred on this nation through, you know, we talked last episode the difference between. You know, we're all sinners in a broad sense, right? We're all born sinners. But we talked last episode about the difference between someone who sins and a sinner who lives that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And like in this case, you may have had an abortion and that's a sin. It's not an unpardonable sin by any means, but that's a different level than someone who owns Planned Parenthood. They are a sinner. Practicing. Practicing invested in their lifestyle is sin whereas mm-hmm. the ab- person person who had an abortion just gave in to sin and god willing will come back yeah. so i think us as a nation you know slavery obviously appalling horrifying wish it had never happened but it did but i still think that pales in comparison to what this country has done what is it mm-hmm. like 50 to 60 million babies have been it's, yeah. murdered through the science. So, and the problem is I think it's brought a curse on this country in the sense, like we signed off on it. Every yeah. one of those babies murdered legally in this country. But that's just in America. And we also fund uh, the ones course, overseas why too. Would we not fund the overseas abortions too. It's just, it's sickening. And yeah. I think God willing, this can spark maybe a reversal of Roe v. Wade. So I think from what I've heard on this topic, sort of the reason why the Supreme Court may have not taken this up is because they are in this story. And again, we'll have all these articles linked down below. And they talk about a case that we've brought up in episodes past, um, the Mississippi Dobbs case, which is going before the Supreme Court like later this year or sometime next year. And that's basically a case that's put in front of the Supreme Court for Mississippi basically banning abortions after 15 weeks. So some people mm-hmm. have speculated that the Supreme Court didn't take up Texas's case because they didn't want to basically rule on the case before they ruled on the case. 
So the idea was that like they were just going to sort of kick the can down the road until they got to the Mississippi Dobbs case, and then they'll make that ruling rather than ruling on Texas and then ruling on almost the ex- mm. exact same case. So that's sort right. of why they think they may have not picked up um, this case. But whatever it is, in however long it stands, praise God that abortions are effectively outlawed in Texas. And I saw this article from the New York Post, and it said, uh, Planned Parenthood, who filed the emergency request with the court, is among the abortion clinics that have already stopped scheduling the procedures um, beyond the time frames in wake of the new law. So at least for the time being, it has thrown mm-hmm. a wrench in Satan's plan. Oh, so all these ones that were scheduled to happen, so all these women are upset that they can't go through with it when they were scheduled already? Ooh, that, that I'm that not sure. I'm not or... sure if, like, um, I don't know if they're just not taking new appointments, new or appointments. I'm not sure how that all is like, well, we got to clean hmm. out the backlog. Yeah, you know, I don't no. know. But I mean, they is, would probably just go to another state and. Yeah, I mean. But maybe not. That may it's going to save lives. I'm just so excited at how many lives will be saved. And we're just going to hear in years to come, like, oh, I was born the year that this came into effect. So I'm probably alive because of it. You know, and this isn't, you know, if you're a Republican or Democrat, who cares? Like Governor Abbott just saved lives. And what I heard. And this is what's so insidious about all these, you know, godless people on the left that are promoting this made up racism, talking about all this, you know, black oppression and, you know, racism everywhere you look and whites, you know, are privileged and all this garbage that they're trying to spew. They're the same ones that are supporting the murdering of babies in the womb, which has hugely impacted the minority community, especially the black um, community. And I heard the stat that if basically if we didn't have abortions in this country, um, all the black babies that were basically killed through abortion, if we had all those babies born, African-Americans would make up 30 percent of this country. They'd be a third of the entire population of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So there would be no white supremacy. There'd be none of this talk because they would be well represented in this country. They wouldn't be. I think today they're like 15 to 16 percent of the country is African-American. I didn't even know that. <laughs> They'd be over 30 percent. So these same people that are telling you how damaging it is, this white supremacy and black people just can't catch a break and they can't. They're the same ones killing you. And taking your chance away from being a majority mm-hmm. of the population in this country. And what's funny is I don't hear any of the Christians standing there going, oh, I don't want blacks to be in charge. No, man, I want all these black babies to be born. Let them be in charge. I want them here. <laughs> as long as they're godly, that's what we want. So this is awesome news. This is definitely the best news that I've heard that's in a good. long time. And this could maybe start. Uh, getting us back into right standing. I mean, this is a country, like I said, I, I don't know how you're not under a curse from God because our country essentially signed off on every one of those abortions by yeah. making this legal. They're giving it the U.S. seal of approval for every baby to be killed. So awesome news for Texas. I could mm-hmm. not be happier. Um, please send your support to these politicians. Because they're going to be under a heavy assault oh, yeah. in Texas, I can guarantee you. Uh, 
But that's all we really got on. Oh, I do want to touch on one thing because, you know, we obviously ask people to jump on social media, leave us comments, all these sorts of things. And we've got one, uh, uh, I don't know what you call them, subscriber, listener mm-hmm. on uh, YouTube. And she's not, I, I think it's a she from the name. I would assume it's a she. I'll say they. Because I don't oh know, goodness. fizzy hearts. <laughs> and I just want to say how much we appreciate them being a part of our little community and encouraging you guys to get involved because they, fizzy hearts keeps us accountable from everything we've talked about. They don't necessarily believe in Christ, um, but they ask open and honest questions that are mm-hmm. usually thought provoking mm-hmm. and call us where they think we're wrong and make us explain ourselves, which yeah, is kind of the reason why we're going to these two episodes a week as well is we want to have longer episodes because we've gotten complaints in the past and Sparkle Bunny, which is another one on YouTube, who's been sort of calling us on some of the stuff we've talked about and questioning, you know, where we stand on things. And I think some of the times, well, really one of the reasons we've gotten the most pushback is weirdly enough, I didn't expect it, but when we said we didn't think atheists should be given a platform to speak against a church, we've gotten a lot of, I mean, in our small community, a lot of pushback on that, which is surprising to me. And I don't know if we were able to fully flush out those thoughts because it's not, you know, and this is for Sparkle Bunny if they happen to be listening, but um, not that we don't think they shouldn't have a voice or they shouldn't speak out. If someone's abusive to you or a pastor mistreats you, Right. Yeah, we right. certainly want you to go out and uh, and speak your mind and have your say. Our bigger point with this is what Christianity today has done is effectively given atheists a global platform right. to speak poorly about the church. Yeah. I personally don't think that that is right. I don't. Either. I don't think it's wise. Um, again, if you have issues, you know, with a Mark Driscoll as your pastor that's something that you should solve and you should definitely have your voice, but to go out to the entire world, which is what a platform is, or a podcast mm-hmm. is with a platform as big as Christianity today, it's a global platform. Yeah. And I just think that's dangerous. Well, there so. is a scripture. I didn't think about it ahead of time, but how, well, in the new Testament, I don't remember even which book it is, but how we're not supposed to even go to court with one another like in the sight of unbelievers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So if I can find it, it'll be on the screen. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's, it's kind of long. Same, same vein. And, but the bigger point is please jump on social media, jump on the YouTube uh, channel, leave us some comments. Because again, some of these episodes can be short and we don't really get a chance to fully flush out our thought yeah. processes when we're trying to cram yeah, it as much as we can explain something yeah just ask so. us just to clarify if it sounded like maybe we didn't mean the way it sounded yeah and if you do jump on there we may bring you up on here and clarify some of our uh, answers <laughs> to you um so fizzy heart sparkle bunny we appreciate you guys keep uh holding us accountable we need <laughs> it and we need to hear from you guys as well to keep us accountable as we mentioned we're not theologians or apologists or anything like that. We just love Jesus and want to talk about him. So (laughs) that's all we got for you guys. Do you have anything else you want to say before we 
No, that was, was all. That? I just wanted to bring up that verse was all. Yeah, go check that verse out. It'll be on the screen if I can find it. But that is all we got for you guys today. See you on Wednesday. God bless.